Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Welcome, everybody, to the Headbangers Vault. I am the Smuts. And I am the B1. And tonight, Smuts, it's... 1987 back when the hair was flowing not just on my back but on my head friends <laughs> yeah and here to celebrate 1987 is bones what's up guys how's it going pretty good good to have you good yeah. to have you it's good. Always a good time so we're gonna be playing some pretty big tunes here in 87 and yeah i just gotta say this i think i won a little league championship in 1987 all right yeah so, champion just letting everyone know that. He's the champion. <laughs> a lot of good movies, TV shows in 87. A lot of good things were going on that year. Yeah. And a little A-team action oh, still going yeah. on. Broncos made the Super Bowl to get demolished yes, again. they did. That wasn't a good one no, there, Schmutz. No, that was not. We're going to start out with some cue music. A little gray white rack me. Third studio album. This became a commercial success, selling more than one million copies. This is probably my favorite Great White album. Yep, it's his Great White's best known album. Widely known songs became some big hits. Now I do know there's two Great Whites still. Yeah, there's only one Jack Russell. <laughs> but there's two Great Whites. He said that I stole that, so I... <laughs> <laughs> So this was a number nine song on the Billboard Rap Tracks, and it was their breakout hit. This is when these guys started getting popular. Big time. I can't remember the story how they got their name. I I heard it on uh, Eddie Trunk one time, and he okay. was telling about how they got their name. Yeah. Uh, it's not that he likes great whites, he just likes fishing. Well, that's so, true. That's kind of how they got their name, I don't know. Interesting. And he said he was really messed up on drugs and alcohol, well, too. They so had <laughs> some major problems. So, yeah. It happens. No, I have to admit there, fellas, that this is probably my most favorite ballad of all time. Oh, wow. So at least very close. Wow. I love this. I actually made a rock video for a band I used to be in, and I used this video to model what I was doing. Okay. Hmm. I used that, a winger video, and a few others. Still hear this song on the radio once this in a great while. It's a sweet, sweet song. The album did chart at number 23, too. So this is when the hair bands were getting big. Do you have any favorites on this, Bones? Anything you... Actually, think? I'm not real familiar with that album. Really? The, the singles, yeah, but I'm not right. any further deeper than that, not really. Had a few filler songs, but, you know, 
They had some pretty powerful tunes. It's a good album. The yes. singles are really good from what I've heard. Yeah. We did have this another. guy's got a great voice, though. I mean, yes, seriously, he doesn't. He still sounds good. Still today. does. Yes, he still does. If, you, if anyone ever has a chance to see Jack Russell's great white, screw the other great white. Yeah. But uh, you get to see Jack Russell's great white. I was lucky to rock. see them together as a full band back oh, in the day, wow. and that was That's a good awesome. show. Ladies, save all your love for me. <laughs> yeah. Alright guys, we had another big kind of a comeback album of 1987. That was these guys right here. Oh, old Aerosmith. Kind of. I need to look into this song more because what the hell is this song you're talking about? That's a good question. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It kind of shifted to a more I mean, catchy so I just go with it, but yeah. I don't know. You know? Have you seen the video? I have not. I, well, a long, long time ago. A little crazy. I don't know. You know what it is? Yeah. Okay. Check well, the video. Yeah. I'll have to watch the video. You do that. But this is a big number four song on the U.S. mainstream rock charts. Probably wouldn't be out today. No. Probably wouldn't be a hit today. No. This is definitely their comeback album. And it had some big hits, especially three of them that charted in the top 20. And then we had a song I think the Smuts would like. Oh man, I'll tell you what. This this is a good song. I love this song. This was Aerosmith's highest charting single at that time, a little B1. Yeah, more ballads that went a little higher after this one. Yeah. This one's best. This is the best one. Because when Pump came out, these guys got super big back in like 89, I believe. Yeah, this song's awesome. Good video. And this has sold over 5 million copies worldwide. I thought it'd be more than that. It probably has by now. Yeah, it's a big one. This song's really back. A lot of memories. Oh, I can see good. it in his it's eyes. Good. good stuff. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't like ballads, you got to be like, man, that's a pretty good song. Yeah, this I is mean. a pretty cool power ballad for the Aerosmith dudes. Man, I think this album and like a song like this, it kind of like bridged, kind of bridged the generations, kind of brought them to like, to like our generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yep. Kept their, yes, it, it was like their second chance kind of. Yeah. It did. That's and they really hit it off. Yeah, like brought them to, you know. And never thought of it that way. I thought it was kind of an important album. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Now Bones, this album. I remember seeing this in your hands for the first time. This is one of my most favorite German power metal bands in of my all hands for the time. first time. Yep, you had this. I remember you showed this to me. Is it Halloween? Yes. Remember- My God, I should have known that. <laughs> I just saw it because I saw the top of B1's paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, I'll admit it, Future World. This is a homage to comic book character Judge Dredd. This was actually 
supposed to be released as a double album, one and two, but the record label said no, you gotta separate it. I did not know that. Yep. We just talked about these guys in the Halloween episode. Yes. And Loudwire named this album as number three on their list of top 25 power metal albums of all time. Pretty freaking sweet. And I bought this. It was in a bargain bin. Oh, wow. That's, that's where I saw it. And uh, I think it was Ben Franklin or Burn Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> At least have those cassettes in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where I found this Halloween tape. Yeah, I found a few in there myself, too. Absolutely. I think that's where I bought it at. Okay. They're like three or five bucks or something. Yeah. I can't, I, they were cheap. Now this is, Might as well take a chance on it. Yeah, hey. Sometimes you gotta win on those chances. This is Halloween. Got a video for this. Pretty cool. This is actually edited on some sites because this song goes over 10 minutes long. What? Yes. I think this intro is awesome. Yes. That's pretty good. I love this power metal stuff. I love it. I think I like part one better than part two. And I like them both, but part one's a little better. And these guys just came out with a new album a few months ago, and it's freaking great. Oh, yeah. A little rockin' with Dockin'. Off of the back for the attack. Fourth studio album by Dockin. I think these guys reunited. Yeah, I think. I think they're out. Right. I think George Lynch got back with them. Well, it won't be for long. It'll be well, on the out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, catch a show if you can. It won't be long. This remained on the charts for 33 weeks, and it is their best-selling album to date. Mm. I mean, you still hear this song once in a great while on the radio. Yeah, you do. I have never heard it on the radio. I'll tell you what. When you drive into work at 4.30 in the morning, you hear a lot of stuff. On 94.3, they play stuff like this just straight through. It's freaking awesome. Oh, wow. The number 20 song. Not saying I look forward to driving in at 4.30, but it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Love this chorus here. It's pretty sweet. That's good. He's a barber, people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Join the Barbershop Quartet. (laughs) I should form a heavy metal Barbershop Quartet. That's an idea. I like that, Bose. I got to throw this song out Mm -hmm. here, too, real quick. It's one of my favorites from them. From Nightmare. Little Dream Warriors. Part 3. You hear this on the radio once in a while. Yep. I have. Pretty freaking crazy video, too. Guitar's awesome. See the hair flowing. No, they had a lot of hair, those guys. Yeah. Really girly looking. <laughs> what was that one episode Sipe said when he first saw poison or something? Yeah. <laughs> Man, those chicks are hot. Oh, those are dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been on our 1986 <laughs> episode. Let's check it out. 
I got one more band to throw out here before I hand it over to the schmutz here. This is a not a really a big band, but they had kind of the foundation for what was coming up in the future. Okay. These guys were called. Let's hear the chorus first. These guys are called Shy. They're a British metal band formed in 1980. Have you talked about these guys before? Yes, I have. I thought so. Features vocalist Tony Mills, and he became the vocalist for TNT years later. Okay. This guy is an awesome vocalist. Kind of sounds like Jeff Tate. This is their probably their biggest album, Excess All Areas. Biggest hit is Break Down the Walls, is what we're listening to. It was co-written by Don Dockin. Look oh. that out right there. A little connection there. Yeah. yeah. It is a pretty cool album. You guys can check this out. It's it's pretty cool if you like this kind of AOR kind of hard rock sound. Let's listen to the chorus here. So I was just kind of watching that Ball State commercial up there. I probably own some of those buildings. Oh. I just paid off my college tuition. All right. A couple few years ago. Give them applause. Thank you. <laughs> All right. There is no The Smuts building. Should oh, man. Be. Should be. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> yeah. We're going to tell them that they need to get a Smuts yes. building. Yes. Maybe a statue. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> What you got there, Smuts? Uh, you know, I've discussed these guys a few times from the overseas episode, Pretty Maids. Oh, yeah. Future World hit number 165 on the top 200, which I didn't know that. This is a pretty And these guys, you know, they got song. some staying power. Yeah. I mean, they're still coming out with albums. They're, I think they're, they just came out in 2019 or 2020 with their best album they ever did. Oh, wow. I mean, seriously. So they're still rocking. Ronnie Atkins, I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's posting every day. He seems like just a happy guy. Good. You know, I, I did discuss he had cancer, but seems like I, he seems like he's doing okay. Pulling he's, through. He's still rocking. Yes, awesome. So, that's a pretty heavy song too. Yeah, these guys were a lot heavier back then. They had a lot of albums out too through oh, the '90s oh, and yeah. 2000s. Still plugging away. And I, yeah, these guys were way different then than they are now. Yeah. <laughs> I almost think if they would have done the reverse on what they sound like now, they might have probably been bigger yeah. in 1987. Might be right there, schmutz. Because he changes his vocal. Oh, he does. Up in this song. You guys listen to this real quick. I'll play it through the chorus and you can kind of tell. I heard these guys on like a compilation cassette one time they were on there. Like, yeah, they never really got guys? huge, but they're decently big overseas. Yeah. I mean. A little different. They don't play nothing like this now. This one has like a power metal vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. Now they're more like a rock. They yeah. have ballads. Melodic kind of rock. Yeah. yeah. 
they've changed style big time over I think they've been around for 40 years oh, I just saw wow. one album it might have been this album wow because they had a 40th anniversary on some album I saw on Facebook oh man so I think Bones got a few to throw in the mix too absolutely I'll get it together here <laughs> okay <laughs> Let's start with uh, John Cougar oh, Mellencamp. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ninth studio album, The Lonesome Jubilee, released in August of 87. Saw him on that tour, actually. And this song sticks out in my head from that tour because it was louder than heck. Saw him in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, man. Nice. And it was awesome. I've always liked John Cougar. Same here. And that's a pretty big album, too. Yep. Number check, six check on out our, our U.S. Billboard. Check out our John Mullenkam yeah, episode. Yeah, we covered the we whole covered all the albums. Thing. It's charted pretty big, I believe. I mean, I just didn't realize how many albums this guy had. Yeah, ton of them. Ton of them. Had like, what, about three or four hit singles, I think, off this, something like that. This is one of the big ones. I did have four hit singles. So what were those bones? Uh, you got uh, this song definitely. Let's check it out. Uh, Paper and Fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is still on the radio quite a bit. Yes, it is. As well as Check It Out. Yep, yep. yep. I think in Canada, I think this charted pretty high too uh this was number one in canada oh wow old charted higher than rush i can't imagine oh, that. man <laughs> oh <laughs> and this made it to number nine in the u.s gravy and this is a good album by john mellencamp yes it is john cougar mellencamp. oh yeah <laughs> the, the cougar we love cougars here <laughs> oh. I remember when this song came out. I think it was the first single, and it was all over the airwaves yep. in '87. Yeah. Remember the video was playing all over the place, and kind of the follow-up to Scarecrow a little bit. I think he had enough material. This was supposed to be a double album, but uh, I guess it didn't come out as one. So he had other tunes that were probably. Yeah, I think the the, the record company didn't want him to come out as double. Yeah, that what happened. I think I think we discussed that. I'm not sure. Well, maybe someday we'll hear some more of those tunes on his unreleased oh. album. You never know. He probably needs the money. I doubt he needs the money. But he might now since Biden's in office. Oh! oh. <laughs> there we go. We better move on here. I want to go with, uh, and I like this album actually, In Excess. Oh, yeah. Chick. This is big. That, that was an awesome album, just, and it was just, huge. I'm stunned. It was released in October of 1987. It was their sixth studio album. This is good. And their most successful. Yeah. Had four singles in the top ten. This is one of them. New Sensation. I love this song. Love it. If remember their bones, you had this cassette or CD because I remember seeing it at your house. I had the CD and I listened to it a lot. I didn't realize how good these guys were at that time because I wasn't into this kind of music but this album was almost like futuristic. The production is yes. ahead of its time and yes. the production that's amazing. You hit that on the head there Bones. 
These guys still get played a lot on the radio. You still hear a lot of their tunes. Yeah, there's quite a bit. Love the drums in this. What about this one? I think this is probably the biggest song on this album. I think so. One of their like biggest hits. Need You Tonight. Yeah. This was huge. I think it was this song that helped this band sell 20 million records. Oh, wow. Good gravy. Uh, it's sold 20 million since 2012. I still hear this today. Yeah. 21st century's yesterday. Man, this is a great song. Yeah, this still has permanent, permanent rotation in rock. Yes. All, all style, all genres of rock stations. Right. Actually, I gotta say, I am stunned that you you like this. I love this album. I do <laughs> like it. Best songs on this track on this CD is uh, "Guns in the Sky." I've never heard that one. Mm, really? It's the last track. Yeah, check it out. Okay. It's awesome. We'll check do that. There yeah. are some like hidden gems on this thing. I mean, it's. Yeah. I love hidden gems. I do too. And what was that one ballad that was on here? Oh, never tear us apart. Yeah, that's a good one. That is like that's a real good one. Hey, I got a band that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time on this podcast. Okay. This is Keel. Uh oh. Keel. 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 Yes. Formed by former Steeler vocalist Ron Keel. I knew you loved these guys. Oh wow, this is a good album right here. This guy's an outlaw. Yes, he is. Self-titled album right here. No one tells this guy what to do. Oh no! <laughs> I guess be one fun fact. In '86, Keel won the Best Band of the Year award on the second annual Metal Edge magazine reader poll. Remember Metal Edge? You guys oh, remember yeah. that magazine? I yeah, it's sitting that. on my toilet right now. <laughs> right above. It, I mean, these guys even beat out Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Wow! So that's what? that's pretty freaking big. Wow. Okay. Sometimes these magazines get stuff wrong. Yeah. <laughs> hey, back in the day, that was our only source of like knowledge on. But it, that was gospel. Bands. That was gospel then. You couldn't just look anything up. I bought, what they said was yes. That was the truth. Remember reading those magazines in study hall, and we'd have them all the time. <laughs> oh man, I bought one every month. Those were the days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now this is their fourth album. These guys broke up, but they did get back together a few years later with all the band members reuniting. This is Somebody's Waiting. Never really got into these guys. I knew you loved them. Oh, wow. I love these guys. Some of their albums were kind of corny, but I thought this one was their best one. Okay. Not a big Keel fan, but that doesn't sound too bad. That sounds good. That's, yeah. that's not bad at all. Now, Smuts, we come to the part of the program that you ain't going to like. Where we are. We keep bringing these guys up through the 80s in this rush. You named it. God. I knew my ears were burning and blood yes. was coming out of them. This is off of their album, Hold Your Fire. I just have to hear that. This is for great Ken. voice. This album was not as commercially successful as some okay. of the other <laughs> albums, said. but hey, it did get to number 13 on the Billboard charts. Yeah. I don't know too much about, I never had this album, so I don't know many Well, I'll tell songs. you right now, I didn't. 
<laughs> I'll buy it for you for Christmas, there, schmutz. Any singles from this? This one, but this is the one that stands out. We talked about this on 1980. I love this song. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah. The Bones made a cameo appearance on 85, and he Hell talked about that. Sorry, I had to yell the rock dog. He's tacking Bones. Tacking. He's, he's so upset about hearing this music that he's attacking. It's actually getting him that excited. Yeah. <laughs> and this also has Amy Mann from Till Tuesday as the guest vocalist. And she's also in the video. Little B1 fun fact. I think we talked about that in 1985. I don't know if Smuts remember too much of that episode. He drank a little oh. bit. I had a couple of bush lattes that day. <laughs> That's a pretty cool song. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Better than most of theirs. Okay, this is a number three song on the U.S. mainstream charts. Yeah. America is screwed up. <laughs> I like this. This is a cool song. I didn't know it was off of this album. Yeah. Got some pretty cool lyrics too. These guys did not get any strippers. <laughs> they were more of a progressive kind of techie kind of band, you know. Although this band, their schmutz, probably did. Oh yeah, these guys had hookers. This is their debut album. I remember this. This song was awesome. I love this song. This is a good, freaking sleazy glam metal album. See if you can guess this here, Bones. I know you know these guys. Faster Pussy Cat? Yes. I don't think they got the recognition they probably deserved. No. Be like among the elite. Yeah. That lead singer about died. Yes, he did. He had like heart issues. Yeah. Totally sober now. Oh wow! He had a lot of fun. He he used it all up. I mean, he had a lot wild of fun. Man. Here's a classic song right here. I think this is like their like signature song right here. It's been a while since I heard this. This, this is writing on the bathroom wall. It is, dear Smith. Yeah, you used to have to write your number on the bathroom wall. Most kids don't get this right now. They don't understand what this song's about. <laughs> you know, you used to go into the bathroom, there was phone numbers on there. Yes, there was. Like, it was your dickhead friend that put your number on there for a good time. Call. <laughs> or when you go to the covered bridge not far from where I grew up, there was all kinds of graffiti in there. Yeah, so, yeah. There is the next generation graffiti in there if you guys ever go there. They got some new graffiti from new millennials. Oh, new, new millennials. I'm yes. sure that's educational. <laughs> Does it say I came out of my mom's basement? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I got one more here for it. Let's must take over. I think you guys will know this tune. Little TNT. Yeah. 10,000 lovers in one. What you think there, Smuts? Well, you know, I like to have 10,000 lovers. <laughs> In one. <laughs> and one. That would be a heck of a lady Maybe right that there. one's the one. After 10,000, maybe that one's the one. Could be. 
Yeah, this is a good song. I like this song. I never really got into these guys. Yeah, they got some pretty cool this, Is this Tony Hart? Hartnell is the vocal one right yes. now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he was in Skid Row for a yes. second. He's out now. They got a new lead singer. Yeah. They're actually, Skid Row's on tour with them, Skid Row, Warren, and Ted Polo. Oh, wow. Little news from the schmutz Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If I could ever make it to that show... That would be sweet. Holy cow! Sweet. I just want to meet. I just want to meet Ted Foley. That's my lifelong goal right now in life. <laughs> Little B one fun fact: These guys won a Norwegian Grammy for this song. So yeah, Schmutz, you're up to bad here. Rock dog needs under control. Getting a little wound up. He's getting wound up listening to his music. It's like 1987 in here, and he's like trying to get hookers and stuff. I mean, he might have snorted some coke earlier today. I didn't catch him. Getting my stash, dog? Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't do that. Anyway, I'm going to come out with a huge album. Girls, Girls, Girls by Molly Crew. Huge album. Four million copies sold. Reached number two on the Billboard 200. Yeah. There we go. I mean, if you've ever been to a strip club, you've heard this song. You have. <laughs> and I've said this in a previous podcast. I went to college with a gal that was a stripper in this video. Oh, wow. At oh. least that's what she told me. Well, you got to make up a little better story than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was true or not, but... At least embellish a little. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this was their highest charting song. Oh, wow. This song is on the radio constantly, even today. And it also charted again in 2019. Wow. After the Dirt movie came out. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, this is an iconic album. I mean, yeah, you just see these guys on the hogs. Check out our... No, this is a good song. You know Molly I love the ballads. You know the I love site. the ballads. I had to play this one. This is a good one. This is a good one. I like Nona. That was a good one, too, on here. Yeah, that was a good one. can't remember where I ranked this album on my Motley Crue episode. On the Motley Crue episode. It wasn't too high on mine. I didn't like this album as well. It was a little well. higher on mine. I think we did Dr. Feel Good for our Dr. number Feel Good one. Was my number one. Yeah. That album. That is a good song. Kind of a... This song's very underrated. Yeah, it's got some sinister lyrics, too, if you read into it. It only hit 83 on the Billboard wow. Hot 100. Wow. This? This did, yes. Wow. Love the chorus. We got I mean, this is about as good as without you. I mean, this is yes, good. It's a good tune. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. I'm surprised it didn't get played on the radio more. Oh, it absolutely should have. I don't know why it didn't. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. 
First time I heard this was on a South Adams school bus when they used to play cassette tapes. <laughs> Somebody brought this. I remember hearing this. Like, Man, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. Put a lot of Def Leppard on there. And <laughs> I think I threw some Iron Maiden on there one time. That's when bus drivers were cool. I remember hearing this song. My grandpa was a bus driver. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Bones, you got one? Throw in the mix here. I think I'm going to go with Lizzie Borden. Oh, 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 oh wow. I, didn't even I see knew that you one. would play this, Bones. Wow. Visualize. Oh, love it. Man, I love this tape. Love the drums. I don't know song. how many times I've listened to this song. I heard this album because of you playing it one time yep, in your absolutely. mom's car there, absolutely. Bones, and I was like, who is this? Yep. Man, this is like a freaking power anthem right here. This is a very underrated album. Oh, very much so. Awesome. I would agree. To be against the world. Yeah, isn't it truth? Played today, right now. It's awesome. I love it. This, this is a freaking cool song. These guys are very underrated, band. very much so. And man, if these guys ever come in the area, we're there. Oh wow! I'm telling you, he's kind of like an Alice Cooper kind of yeah, yeah. shock rock, you know, theatrics kind of guy. Yeah. His voice is awesome. He's got a heck of a voice. I believe, uh, is it Joe Holmes was in this band and he played for Ozzy years later? I do believe so. Yeah. I do believe so. Kills me against the world. Me against the world. Man, I used to love this album. Oh, wow. I don't know why these guys got overlooked. I don't know if it was like the album cover kind of had a goofy look to it, maybe. I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't he coming out of like a TV? Yeah. In like <laughs> silver right. or something? Yeah, he's coming out of a TV. The songwriter yeah. on this album is amazing. It's so catchy. Yeah, it's good. Every song is good. There's been a lot of potential hits on this. And I think that up to this point, I thought this was his best album to date. Although, in 1989, he comes out with an even better album oh, wow. than this one. Oh, wow. Wait till we get to that oh, one. We'll get there in a couple years. Yes. Not real familiar with that one. That is a good one. That's yeah, pretty good. I don't know if it's as good as Visual Eye. I mean, that's no. good. It's a classic album, and I forgot about Joe Holmes being on that. Yeah, I got a big one here. This is a big one. And I know Bones loves this song because he said so at one point. Little Pink Floyd, Momentary Lapse of Reason. I think it must have had a momentary lapse of reason. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> you said you love, you love this song right here. I remember at some point in the past. Well, we're going to take I it. I bet I did. We're going to say he did say it. <laughs> I probably did. I say a lot of things I don't remember saying. <laughs> this is all the return of keyboardist and founding member Richard Wright. This was a big monster comeback album for Pink Floyd. It was big. And I've seen these guys on tour. Probably the most favorite concert I've ever been in my whole life. I mean, it's just amazing. The laser lights and the production, just, I've never seen anything like it. Never. It's awesome. I never got to see them. I never saw them. Man, it was, it was incredible. They have that pink droid. I guess that's pretty cool, yeah, too. Yeah. This is a number one billboard album. And it also won an MTV Video Music Award in 1988. So 
There we go. And it also had this sweet song right here. On the Turing Away, a number one song. Why do I want to smoke weed right now? <laughs> On the Turing Away. <laughs> the album went to number one in three countries. 34 weeks on the UK albums chart. It's a good song. I like this song. It is. And the words they say this charted in many countries. Don't accept that what's happening is just a case of all the suffering. Or you'll find that you're joining in. And this, this is good stuff. I mean, this is this is good. I'm getting chills right now. Yeah. I don't think it's because I'm cold. <laughs> I didn't realize this came out in 1987. I didn't either. I thought it came out earlier. New plow. Roger Waters left the band, so it was just the other three guys, and they kind of went on. I will have to say the division bell that came out in the 90s was pretty freaking awesome, too. Here's another good one there, Smut. Talked about this before. Yeah. This, this is, is a good freaking classic song. It's a little Simi Hagar. Yep. Ninth this is a good ballad. Album. This is a good ballad. Yes, it is. It spent 23 weeks on the Billboard 200 chart and was also his highest charting solo album to date. And Eddie Van Halen played bass on this too because he was in. Van Halen yeah. when he put this out. Wow. That's a little fun what? fact. Oh, I, didn't know that. That. I didn't know that either until right now. Wow. Yeah, yeah this, this course is awesome. Don't give up, people. No, don't give up. Take care, Schmutz. If you want give a little. Number one hit for Sammy. I forgot all about this. This is a good song. This is a dang good song. You don't hear awesome music like this anymore. This is good. Yeah, this is good. I'm I'm now getting chills because of the song. We can see it. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot all about this tune. It's pretty good there, Bones. Yeah, it's a good song. I got a song for both you guys. And I put this on just for you guys. Uh-oh. This is just for you guys. In fact, this song will remind you of a group of people that we used to know, too. We used to call these guys by this song's name. The Wrecking Crew. There you go, Bones <laughs> by a Little Overkill. Overkill. The second album called Taking Over. Yeah, I had this album. I think they were dressed up in army. Shit. They looked a little crazy on the cover. Yeah. They also opened up for Halloween and Megadeth for this tour. And this is one of their signature songs that's played on all their lives. These guys are still around. Yes, they are. Still doing it. Most of you remember the Wrecking Crew. I do remember the Wrecking Crew very vividly. (laughs) They would come to your house and they would destroy. And then they'd leave. 
<laughs> I remember them throwing logs into a certain guy we knows, mom and dad's dryer, dumping popcorn everywhere. Oh, wow. Stealing pizza. Oh, wow. Punching lampshades. <laughs> Smuts, you look like you got one. Oh, I got one. I got a good one. What do you get? One of my favorite bands growing up. Fourth studio album, Dio. Dream wow. Evil. Now, when this album came out, I didn't know. I'm, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I didn't like it as much as Holy Diver. But then I was like, it, it grew on me. This has got some good tunes it does. on it. It has some really good songs. I thought this song was awesome right here. Yeah. All the fools sailed away. I could have been a dreamer, dream evil. Could you have been a dreamer this? I've always been a dreamer. (laughs) (laughs) All the fools sailed away is awesome. Yeah, that's a good song. That was another hit single on this. I could have been a dreamer, reached number 33 on the top 200 in the United States. Reached what? Number 33. That's pretty sweet. Wow. I had a video for this song, too. I remember seeing it. Now, there is one of my most favorite Dio songs is on this album. Really? It's a deep cut. Deep? We're going it's deep. A, it's a deep cut. But I got to hear this chorus first because oh, it's yeah, freaking it's awesome. Song. Yeah, I just, and this album cover is awesome, too. Yeah. And me and Bones saw Dio at Pierre's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. But he didn't play like... He didn't play a lot of these songs. No, I also seen him at Piers. His voice was awesome. His voice was no, amazing. Blew me awesome. away. I couldn't believe it. How about this oh, freaking awesome okay. tune? Sunset Superman. Yeah. This song is freaking great. I don't know what a Sunset Superman is, but... I don't either. <laughs> It's pretty freaking cool as tune. This is one of his like awesome rockers right here. That's good. Sunset Superman. That's good. Now I have another big, huge album in 1987, and one of my favorite Going bands with of all this time one. again. And I met this guy, and he's such a nice guy. I'm gonna play it because I know exactly yes. who it is. And, yep. White Lion Pride peaked at number 11 on the Billboard 200s and stayed on the top 200. For a full year. That's awesome. Huge That's album. Impressive. Sold over two million copies alone. I don't even know what I was just saying. My daughter probably just screwed up my mower. So Uh-oh. I'm just going to say this right now. Got it stuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. That ruined the white lion moment yeah, right there. one of my favorite bands. <laughs> No, this guy's a really nice guy. There's a song on here I think Bones likes. I 
can't remember. Lady it's of the Valley. Lady of the Valley. Of the Valley. Yes, it, it is. Like that. Lady of the Valley. Joan Bones loves this song. I forgot all about it until you just started to talk yeah. about it. Oh, wow. It's good. This is a huge album. Loved it. I remember when this came out. It was just like so huge. Huge. I mean, this guy, like, every woman's panties was wet <laughs> for Mike Tramp, man. I mean, Vito Brada, underrated guitar, awesome player. guitar player. This guy's one of the best know. guitar players. He's awesome. I think sometimes people look at these guys as, a, I don't know, maybe a joke. They don't take them seriously. No. There's a lot of musical talent. Well, you can't. Yes. Some of these guys that are on bands today can't play this. You know? They can't play this stuff. I mean, yeah. sorry. Just can't. No, they can't. I mean, Children it's... Cry hit number three. Wait hit huge. number eight. Tell Me. That's another good song. Little request for the bones here. The Lady yeah. of the Valley. The Lady of the Valley. I like All You Need Is Rock and Roll. It's kind of That's got good. a cool this whole album's like, good. bar tune thing going at the middle of the song, and it's kind of cool. Vito Brada got the best new guitar player of the year award off of this album. He just kind of really? faded away, though, unfortunately. He just, he said, kind of sucked. I heard an interview on Eddie Trunk again, and he just put down his guitar. He hasn't played for like 20-some years. What? That's yeah. pretty sad. That is insane. And Mike Tramp said, I'm not mad at him. We don't hate each other. If you don't want to play, you don't have to play. Oh, wow. So it sucks. I wish, man, if these guys went on tour right now, opening up for like poison or something, holy crap. Would I would be just, big. I'd be jizzing all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Bones, you got any more to throw on the, the table here? I've always got to throw this one in, and it so happens it was a 1987 album by the band Death Angel. Oh, oh, very important wow. album in thrash metal. Yes, it was. It's their debut album, The Ultra Violence. It's a classic metal album that's very underrated. And I always state that. These guys are still around. Still around. How did you discover these guys, Bones? Actually, the old school way when he used to go look at uh, cassette tapes. Yeah. I think I saw the cover. <laughs> it stuck out. I think I may have seen him in like Power Metal Magazine. There's a little magazine called Power Metal yeah. from back in the 80s. And I saw it at oh, one wow. of the department stores and yeah. the rest is history. I've been in love with this album ever since. Back when you actually had to buy something to look, you know, check it out. Yeah. to go somewhere. That was awesome. We spent I'd a lot of time in the songs. record store. I always look at the song titles. <laughs> and they're like, okay, this seems like this could be a good album. <laughs> and if you ever seen the cover of this, it's like a post-apocalyptic type of world with bones and everything else. Yeah, these guys were actually pretty big in the scene. They just didn't get the popularity. Right. Uh, I think for the Clash of the Titans tour, they were to be the opening band back in the day. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then there was like an accident, and they had to like, they couldn't... Yeah, I remember that. Live. Someone got hurt or something. I do believe so. Uh, I think it was their drummer. Yeah. Drummer got severely injured. Yeah. And that's what opened up the spot for Alice and Chains to open up the Clash of the Titans. The rest is it's wow. Great. That's a terrible, terrible thing. It's kind of strange how it worked out, but I'm glad these guys are still around. They're still making yeah. music. Yeah. This debut album is amazing. Sustained power. And all the members were under 20 when they recorded it. Yeah, I remember they were really young. Kids. Playing music this intense and wow, that's pretty serious stuff. 
this awesome album, The Ultra Violence. Wow. Yeah, check out these guys. These guys are really good. And there is more depth to them than like this is just the rawness of their debut. Yeah. All right. I mean, they, they, have, really, slow, they have slow songs. Yeah, I think they're, they're really talented. They're their third album was actually kind of popular. What's it called? Act Three or something like that. Yeah. They were right on the verge. Of they were right there. there. That accident really. Yeah, that wow. sucked. That sucks. All right, we'll be right back. Let the celebration begin with Case and Court. Lisa and her staff provide a wide selection of beer, wine, and spirits at competitive prices. They have everything you need for your next party, get together with friends, or that special occasion. Open Monday through Sunday, so stop by Case and Court, 835 North Main Street, Geneva, Indiana. All right, fellas, the reverend's got a pick. Uh-oh. This is a band called Shout, and this is It Won't this had Be, to be a huge album. This had to be a huge album since I've never heard of it. <laughs> this is their debut. <laughs> Formed by Ken Tamplin and Chuck King. Chuck played in the Christian band Idol Cure, and Tamplin was in... The band Joshua. Okay, I think I'm interviewing these guys tomorrow at work. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting there, Schumitz. And they recorded this with some session musicians with Lenny Cordola and Marty Friedman. Oh, knew that Hmm. name. And I do know that name, Marty Friedman. Yep, he was on this. (laughs) Ken Tamplin is also the cousin to Sammy Hagar. If anybody wants to know that. Sorry, I was joking around, man. These (laughs) guys are kind of a melodic Christian metal band. Kind of cool. This is a pretty cool album. Kind of dug it. And Ken's pretty cool. I like it. He gives vocal lessons out right now if anybody wants to. I don't need those. Give him. much you gotta go see them pretty cool chorus yeah, that song's pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> Moses stamp of approval wow <laughs> Okay, there was a big album that came out by this band in 1987. Oh, wow. Heart Bad Animals. This is Who Will You Run To. This is a good song. I love this song. Kind of continues their hard rock style. Big success. Number two on the U.S. Billboard 200. Charted internationally very high. This is a big song, but there is a bigger song on here from the Schmutz. Who is in this band? Oh, we had some musicians that eventually ended up on the Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, or David Coverdale album. Benny Carmazza was the drummer. I'm sure who the bass player was. Yeah, this is a good song. I love this song. This is Bad Animals? Yes. Now this is for the schmutz right here. 
because I know this is a song he loves. I just want to know how do I get you alone, my friend? Not you. Didn't mean it like that. (laughs) (laughs) This was a number one song in. I'll tell you what. This is huge. Yes. Yeah. The black leather pants. I just don't even get me started talking about this. I mean, it's etched in my mind. This is actually a cover song. Really? Yes, I did not know that. Yep. And the night goes by so From the duo I-10 on their 1983 album, Taking a Cold Look. Never heard it. I never, never even heard of that. But I'll guarantee you this version is better. Yeah. I would agree, Derek. Yeah, this course is awesome. Yeah, let's have to look that up. This is good. Oh, wow. Nuts is getting excited. I didn't realize this came out in 87. Yes, it did. This is a good song. Still a good album. Two hot chicks and leather. I gotta say, that's my stamp of approval. (laughs) 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 That about came out my nose. This was Uh-oh. White Snake in Europe. It was called in 1987. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> A little fun fact. A big commercial success for this album. Charted around the world, sold 8 million copies in the U.S. alone. That's big. It's actually a very, a very good album. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I just love the guitar. I do, too. Is This Love is the life-charting. John Sykes is John Sykes, awesome guitar player. I mean, the, the guys that played on this album didn't even go out on tour with him because Coverdale had vocal surgery, and they weren't even touring for a whole year. So he had to put a new band together to tour for this. Wow, did not know that. You wouldn't put that either. Total sales worldwide between 1990 and 2017 were more than 10 through 15 million in sales. And I'll tell you, I I think we said this earlier that, you know, he kind of mimicked Robert Zeppelin a little bit. And uh, I'll tell you what, the guy's done pretty good. Yes. (laughs) I mean,. I mean, I don't care what he's doing. This is the radio edit of Here I Go Again, which is, I think is kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, if you imitate someone and you make like millions and millions and millions of dollars, I'd say you're okay, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wish I could imitate someone and make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And this did top the charts too, this radio edit version. I've never heard the radio edit version without the intro. It's kind of cool. The guitarist from Giant is, the Dan Huff is playing on this song. Okay. Little B1 fun facts. Thing charted in 15 countries, so it was big. It was huge. You definitely hear this. Yeah. On the radio still today. It had a couple other. I know what it means to walk alone. Oh, lonely street of dreams. I do too. Yeah, 
this is up there. Songs. I got one more here before I turn it over to Smuts. This is one of the biggest albums of 1987. Tawny Katane passed away. I yeah, I heard, I heard that. I heard that. Uh, that in with that my sucks. Sucker, she was man. so hot. Oh, wow. This was a monster album. Yeah, this is big. This was actually the first new release to be made available on compact disc, vinyl, and cassette tape format. Wow. You too. Yeah, that's a good song. I like the song. I mean, I, I'm not a huge YouTube guy. Oh, I love them. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube guy. <laughs> but uh, I, I like some of their songs. I mean, I'm not like huge into them, but yeah. they're better than Rush for sure. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Smuts it charted at number one and it remained in that position for nine consecutive weeks nice. longest number one rain chart for the band spent a total of 120 weeks on the billboard top pop albums wow brings back a lot of memories remember this was a huge album yes it kind of yes. was always on the radio yep this kind of brings back the whole vibe and i still haven't I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> Sorry, Smuts. Still looking. Yeah, this. Another oh, good I one. Love this song. Where the streets have no name. We talked about this last week, there, Smuts, on our mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, this is a good one. With or without you was the number one rock song of 1987. Boom. Wow. That's, That's big. Crazy. Big. By May of 1987, the album surpassed 7 million copies worldwide. That's big. And I have an even bigger album than this coming up at the end of the podcast. We have two. Two. Two big albums. Two big, but this one's even bigger. Yeah. (laughs) The last album might be one of the biggest albums in the history of the world. And we've talked about that, yes. Yes. I think it's awesome that these four guys have been together, you know, like, from this... Yeah, long they've been together. It's not another guitar yeah. player. It's not another bassist. It's not another drummer. It's them. Now, it's awesome. it. You know, I gotta say, they're not my favorite band, but that's cool. That's really cool. That says something. Yes, it really does. This has sold 25 million copies worldwide and is among the best-selling albums of all time. Received a Diamond Award. So when you get to the Diamond status, it's big. Never heard of the diamond status, but that's that's when you get really big. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you're that's when you're big. <laughs> Number one album in ten countries. So what more can we say? What more? Enough. Enough said. Yeah. Smuts, you got something for well, us? I'm gonna go through some quick ones. Just you know, we may not even necessarily have to play the music. A band that I know all three of us like, Sabotage. Oh yes. Hall of the Mountain King came out in 1987. Yes, yes that was a which big we one. We discussed these guys. I mean, they're not like on the radio. They're not, you know, they're Trans Siberian Orchestra yeah. now, pretty much. Play a little click of this. These guys are getting big with this album. They really started to establish their sound. It did reach number 116 in the Billboard 200. Oh, wow. Did not know that. What else you got there for us? Quick. Then I know a band that we all love. Anthrax oh, Among the Living wow. came out in yeah. their third studio album. 
Yeah, that was a good this one. This album was dedicated to Cliff Burton of Metallica. Interesting. After his death. While they're on tour with the Anthrax as the opening band. Wow. I like this song. This is a good song. Yes, it is. This album reached, which I'm stunned right now, reached number 62 oh, wow. on the Billboard 200. Okay. Oh, man, this is good stuff. Yeah, this is really this good. This is my favorite album by these guys. I love it. I know Bill Jones saw these, these guys. guys, too. Yeah. I should have went and saw these guys when they were in Fort Wayne. Me, too. Now, that gets you pumped up. Yeah. It almost makes me want to push a mower out of a yard. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a classic metal album. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Smuts, you got two big ones I see. I have two (laughs) huge albums. And this one we have talked a lot about in the past. These are both panty droppers. Oh, wow. I mean, we're going to that category status now. Yep. Hysteria. This thing was huge. 20 million wow. copies worldwide. Wow. Number one on the Billboard 200 and the UK charts. Seven hit singles. singles. That's big. And me and Smuts had a big debate a few podcasts ago about this. It's a good album. Yes, it is. I like another album. He liked another I album. I like them both. I, mean, I love them both. I did not say I like it better. I mean, I think the production on this album sounds like nothing since this, then. This I mean, album like, took yeah. three years to make. Yes. Took three years to make. Last album with Steve Clark, and this is the first album with Rick Allen with only one arm. Wow. Wow. Took three years to make this album. And they produced this album with... Uh, Mindset that every song was going to be a hit, like Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yep. Mutt Lang yep. had that mindset for him. Yes, he did. And if you watch the uh, Def Leppard documentary, documentary it's, it, the movie, actually, it's a movie. Yeah. It's really good. Pretty cool. Never seen it? This thing was huge. You've never seen it? No, I haven't. You're taking it home today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. I will check it out. Animal number 19. Woman number seven. Pour some sugar on me, which if you've been to a strip club, you've heard you've it. Pour some sugar. Number two, hysteria. Number nine, which I'm kind of stunned. Armageddon. It, number three, love bites. Number one, and rocket. Number twelve. I mean, a huge, what? huge album. More can you say? Just go back and listen to some of our previous podcasts, and we discuss this album in full. Yeah, and that Def Leppard debate album. I was up against the wall there. I was, was a I, was an, I was a big underdog coming hey, up. But you, you know. got a tie on that one, you schmutz. Well, we did get a tie yeah. on that. I, I debated yeah. very well on that episode. Yeah, I would have to say so. <laughs> but now. We got a big one. We're coming at you. With a big one. We're coming at you with something that you most people may not even know this came out in 1987. it was under the radar. It was slowly coming. It was a slow burn. Slow burn. And then it caught fire. Yes. Big time. Appetite for Destruction, Guns, Wow, and Roses. Big, big one. Wow. I mean, almost every song was a hit song. 
30 million copies sold worldwide. I mean, one of the best selling records of all time. We've discussed this. Yes. You got, I just remember waking up one night at my buddy's house and MTV was on because Dave's play videos. Little heads up there, people. Uh, I woke up and Welcome to Jungles On and Sweet Child of Mike. I'm like, what the hell are these guys? Boom. Huge. Shaka Laka. Came out in 1987, but did not chart until. Yeah, come on. This is a That's big classic. song on here. You know, I always thought this album came out in like 1989. No. In my head. I say, I remember it being an eighth grader and just seeing the video for Welcome to the Jungle, and it's, you know, really started getting big that year and bigger and bigger. Pretty soon everybody was talking about GNR, and it's just like t shirts, and then they were dressing like Guns N' Roses. Uh, suddenly the whole wardrobe changed, and everybody was. Yeah. Justin Mike Axel, yeah. headband on, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I it mean, was it phenomenon. Just, it was <laughs> it was nuts. I mean, and they had so many awards off of this album. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ranked this as the 32nd album. Oh wow! Of all time. Wow. And I never really realized it had been out so long before it actually became yeah, it just well took, known. It just took a while and then it took off. Wow. And yeah. took off it did. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did. number 32 of the best 200 albums of all time. That's awesome. It's pretty good. I mean, you got rappers in the Rock Hall, Hall of Fame, so you can take that with whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Billboard won number one on the 200. Number four, what is that? What are you people doing? Number four on the U.S. top rock albums. Certified gold, diamond, and platinum in 18 countries. Wow. So there you go. So I'm just saying. Boom. Do I even got to say anything? Uh, what do you got to say? About guns. This, I think this is one of the biggest rock albums ever in the history of the planet Earth. Yes, it actually it is. is. I mean, it's Do you know that this was actually dethroned years later by Linkin Park's debut what? album? Yes. It's the highest yes. selling album of all time. Yes. Okay, I like, I respect Linkin Park, like Linkin Park, but as far as like this kind of music, the it's, importance of a band, I think this album yeah. overtakes yeah. that. You're right. No disrespect to Linkin Park, I, I like those guys too, but this album was crucial to rock and roll. Yes, it was. A little B1 fun fact. You know that Slash tried out for Poison yes. as the guitarist, yes. and they like they CC chose DeVille CC. better. Yep. Meant to be. Yep. Okay, so. So, right here, let's go into this real quick. In 1987, it was released. Several months after its release, it only sold 200,000 copies. Okay. And the record label was walking away. They were going to walk away from this album. And then they. Holy crap. Seen the light. The then the later. general manager said, let's play a video on MTV. And then, boom. It was big. Then they're snorting coke and banging strippers. <laughs> Overnight, people. I mean, and it's one of the best albums of all time. It was about ready to be shelved. It's done. You know, how many albums, I mean, some of these bands that I listen to and discover, how big could they have been? Just like that right there. 
the record company was just going to be like, hey, see ya. You only sold 200,000 copies. Now you're the best-selling album wow. of all time. Crazy. Very crazy. That's the music industry, yeah. people. It's crazy. I got a few honorable mentions throughout here. Bone's got some things he's got to throw out. But here was a big song in 87. Little Tenor by Bruce Springsteen. The boss. This is a number one song, and you don't hear it on the radio anymore, which is freaking crazy. This made it to number one? Yes. Received five MTV Video Music Award nominations, too. Love this song. Big song. It's a good song. It is. It's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard it on the radio since then. I don't, I, I don't think I have either. <laughs> That's what's sad. Here's another big one that was rolling around in 1987. Little Midnight Oil. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now I know I've not heard this song for this a long time. A number one song in three this is a good song. countries. At the time, it was like... Yeah, it's still kind of cool. It, it, it is 1980s. kind of cool. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Now this probably wouldn't even make the radio. Probably not. Seriously. I do have a song that's still on the radio today that was back in 1987, and I think the Schmutz would like this song. Uh-oh. <laughs> Of course I do. Of course, the V1 gets it. Right. This is a number one song throughout the world Linda in 1987. Carlisle. She was how big it was. Not only with music, but physically. <laughs> this is a pretty catchy tune. Oh, yeah, this is good. I mean, she's got a lot of good songs. Yeah, yeah. she does. I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't care. I like her. <laughs> I remember back when I'd listen to the radio when I went to sleep when I was a little kid. And this song would be like playing at like 3 a.m. Wow. And I'd like wake up and I'm like. So you had your radio on? A little wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> In the waterbed. Oh man. Let's, let's move on from this one. But thanks, thanks, B1, for bringing that memory back. You're welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> the Bones had a little request by a band that he loves. Do you know this band? We have discussed this band sure we before. I really like this album. As a matter of fact, I just listened to it the other day. Put it right in the CD player. I don't know who this is. I still listen to it. They have a song that the Bones has requested on our show once before with our one hit one. Reminds me of a guy I went and saw in Dayton, Ohio one time. This was their second single, which did not even they just kind of fell off the planet at this point. Swallowed who is by the cracks. Who is it, Bones? David Davis. Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah, I still cannot even believe. <laughs> David Davis. This was their second single. They just, no one knew of them after this. Wow. Do you know in 1995, Welcome to the Boomtown was certified gold? So that album. That, that's the song I'm like. Took a few years. I could yeah. not believe that Bones loved that song. I'm like, I learned the CD. It's pretty good. I love it. It's pretty good. I'm going to have to get it. 
The Bones, you had a few little trivia bits you wanted to throw out. Uh, just real quick, other albums in 87 that I can't believe we've skipped this one. Oh, wow. It's pretty important. I'll just read a few down. Metallica, the 598 EP. Oh, wow. yeah. That's right. Kind of, I don't know, it's pretty important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. That's Metallica, Wasp, Live in the Raw oh, came out. Okay. Wow. Time I that Wasp. Grim Reaper, Rock You to Hell, 1987. Oh, oh I remember that one. Uh, Sacred Reich, Ignorance. And Met the I, drummer. You got any more there, Bones? One thing I wanted to say, well, it's not rock right. and roll related. Go ahead. Just for you two guys, a question okay. here. Okay. What do you think the number one pop song of 1987 oh, was? Wow. Number one pop song in 1987? Uh, oh, I know what that is. Number one on Billboard. Did Millie Vanilli come out in 1987? No. 1987. I know this one. Vanilla Ice? No. R- Rick <laughs> Astley. Right. Is it? No. No. It's Walk Like an Egyptian. The Bones. Oh, the yes, yes, it wow. did. Because that album came out in 86, but that single was big in 87. Yeah, that's it was the number one billboard song of 87. It's yeah. huge. Walk Like an Egyptian. I'm more of a Manic Monday. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> now, okay, now, fellas, I have what do you got? for you guys the biggest album, maybe, of all time. You got a bigger album than Appetite for Destruction? I have all time. All time. Yes, I do. Drum roll, please. I don't even know what's happening here. <laughs> this is a monster, monster album. And it is... Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. What? Bad. This okay. sold over 2 million copies in its first week in the U.S. Okay. It reached number one in 24 other countries. Wow. And, and by 1991, it was the second best-selling album of all time, behind Thriller, having sold 25 copies worldwide. Boom. A million. Boom. 25? 25? 25, 25 million. 25 million. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to admit this right now. I had a Michael Jackson jacket. Oh, man. With the, with the zippers. Oh, man, smudge. All that. I did. Wow. I'm not going to make fun of Michael Jackson. I actually think... Yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty crucial. To I'm, I'm to not going to make fun of him. I had a jack. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. <laughs> I know you're not making fun of him, man. Sorry. The Bad Tour grossed $125 million, making it the highest grossing solo concert tour of the 1980s. Wow. It's big. This was the biggest album of all. What do you mean? What do you Probably the second best of all time behind Thriller. It's wow. pretty big. It's huge. I know ACDC this when I, Back I, in Black was I'm like, big where are you going with this? I'm kind of like shocked. <laughs> yeah, he's shocked. pulls his out of <laughs> Yeah, let's go research it. I did yeah. not know that. It's big. Look it up, people. It's facts. Did this have like Dirty Diane on it? Yes, it did. It There's some good stuff on this album. Oh, yeah, it's a good album. Smooth Criminal. Oh, yeah. Smooth oh, yeah. Leave Me Alone. Another part of me, there's some big hit singles Huge. on there. So, hey, Huge. boom. I did not realize that. Yeah. So, hey, there you guys go. Pretty big year. Little stuff you guys didn't know today. Yeah. I didn't realize 87 really was like a pretty crucial year. And yeah. Yes, it was. And it gets bigger and bigger. Music and culture. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. The, rock, the rock dog. <laughs> so, like, see, he, he agrees. He knows. He agrees. 
everybody. There you go, 1987. Good year. Yeah, Good we, year. We'd like to thank Bones for coming yes, on and absolutely. doing the show with us. Thanks for having me. We enjoy having you. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you guys follow us on social media. Find us. Text us. Send us some emails. Check us out. Help us out. And what Nikki Lane always said. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless everybody, and we'll see you next time. Keep rocking, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your hosts, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> Is it love? Back against the wall. Is it love? I never know. <laughs> For about 30 seconds, I love. Can you take any more there, Smuts? <laughs> Is it? Just have to wait and see. Stay tuned.